0: Introducing Mel the Metamorph and some Pokemon poetry. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Now, if that doesn't keep you glued to your device, I don't know what will. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University, set to begin the second half of the school year. But my thoughts this week are on Mel the Metamorph. I haven't told you about him. His story is one of the many that make up this town, a city rich in wondrous tales of kids' superheroes, time-traveling teens, the detective dog, and in this case, extraterrestrials. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Mel the Metamorph's Mission to Earth Mel is a metamorph from the planet Mootog, a long, far way away from Earth. Mel's job as set forth by the Interplanetary Travel and Research Committee, is to journey to distant planets and study their life forms. In short, Mel finds a life form and transforms into it as a way of studying the surrounding environment without arousing suspicion. Mel's usual alien form, while adorable, would stick out like a sore thumb and jeopardize their work to blend seamlessly in with the Earth's many millions of varied creatures, mel-metamorphosed into, first, a red-tailed hawk. A large, winged creature, super strong and super fast. Red-tailed hawks can fly up to 120 miles per hour. They have super sight, too, as a red-tailed hawk, Mel could perfectly observe a mouse from 100 feet high in the air. Poor mouse. As a red-tailed hawk, Mel was able to get a bird's-eye perspective on life in much of North America. I like Mel's first choice because I've always thought if I could have one superpower, it would be the power of flight. What about you? Next, in need of ground experience and a different continent to observe, Mel moved east to Africa and turned into a lion. Mel was drawn to the lion for its mass and sheer strength, and being the king of the jungle afforded a certain freedom in exploring the African continent. Nobody wants to mess with lions now, do they? Did you know that almost all wild lions are indigenous to Africa? Also, lions are the only cats to live in groups. So this allowed Mel to observe Earth kind by talking to fellow members of this particular lion's pride. A pride is a group of lions. Thirdly, after observing North America from the air by way of the hawk and ruling the vast lands of Africa as a lion lion, Mel moved on to China and lived for a few days as a panda bear. Mel was drawn to the panda because it's super cute, but, you know, pandas don't move a lot. They spend most of their time eating or sleeping, and while Mel liked living that panda life, they didn't cover as much ground or gather as much information as with their previous two transformations. Further Earth studies included time as a kangaroo in Australia. A longhorn beetle in South America, and a European tree frog in, guess where? Europe. A dozen more metamorphs in, and Mel had more than enough info about this super cool planet, and really should have probably just called it a successful trip and headed home. But Mel decided one more metamorph was in order. Mel wanted to see what it was like to be a human. It would be a decision they would come to regret greatly, as human beings are oft awkward and destructive beings. But Mel's peculiar metamorphosis into a human is most definitely a story for another time. Soon, listeners. Soon. Now you try. Write a story in which something transforms into something else. This writing prompt comes to me uh, by way of Cassandra Lipp from Writer's Digest magazine. Thank you. You know, maybe poetry suits your writing style. If so, perhaps you'd like to try your hand, your imagination, At one of two poetry styles I have to share, by way of some pokey poetry. What is a Shadorma poem? Have you ever heard of a Shadorma poem? S H A D O R M A. A Shadorma, it's a six line poem that doesn't rhyme, and it has a three five three three seven five syllable count per line. That means the first line of the poem only has three syllables. The second line has five. The third line has three syllables. And then three and seven and five. Here's an example. Game, time, go. You see, that's three syllables. A church pokestop. Pokeballs. Walking fun. The night brings a beanonat. The day a pidgey. Try writing your own Shadorma poem. Or maybe you'd like the challenge of something a bit more complicated. How about a Sijo poem? S-I-J-O. What is a Sijo poem? A Sijo poem is a short Korean work with a a relatively complex setup for only a three-line poem. It's only three lines. The total number of syllables in the poem should be somewhere between 44 and 46. Additionally, each line should have a natural pause in the middle, with about six to nine syllables in the first half of the line, and about six to nine syllables in the second half. Confused yet? Well, there's more. The first line should set up a problem. The second line should further develop, complicate that problem, conflict. And the final line should resolve the issue in some way. For such a little poem, there's a lot to keep track of. Here is an example. Again, with Pokemon Go on my mind. As it often is. As Pokeballs run low, a church walk Pokestop is needed. That's the first line. A tat is near. A Magikarp flops in the rain. Line two, and finally. Pass them both and power up. Head Riverside for the Squirtle. Well, if you were looking for stories about shapeshifters, or poetry about Pokemon, my office, my lab, is always the place to be. But that's all for this week, listeners. Set forth, write your own stories. Compose your own poems. Have fun with it. Write about something you enjoy in a way that makes you happy, that gives you an opportunity to express some part of who you are. And if you want to share it with us, send it our way, too. We'll be back soon with a story of ghost house brought to you by kid superhero buck travers in the meantime have a wild and wonderful and super cool week stay weird listeners happy 2021 hello this is Rissy joy again You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening.